everybody. Welcome back to the Pub Trivia Experience. My name is Chris, and we have got a fun little throwback episode for you tonight. I am joined by three of my absolute favorite people, and I'm going to start with the lovely young woman sitting to my left, my lovely wife, Leah. Leah, how you doing, babe, and what you drinking? I'm doing very well, um, considering it is the first day of school, and uh, I had a very, very busy day at our high school today, but um, yeah, I survived. Hopefully, I did not get COVID um, in our mask-optional environment. Um Try not to get too political on here. Um, so I am drinking some Diet Coke to kind of help me stay awake because it was a very long day. Um, but I did put a little splash of Jim Bean's um, Red Stag. This is a black cherry whiskey. The black cherry, yes. It's a good whiskey. I actually, for a, it's a, for a flavored whiskey, it's really good. Yeah, it was infused in a bourbon something. So Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Cool. I like it. Now, speaking of things, speaking about things that I like, let's head on over to Huntsville, Alabama. Nikki, how you doing? I'm what doing you good. I feel like it's been forever since I've done this podcast, so I'm excited to be back. Um, yeah, it feels it feels like it's been a well, little forever has. for I mean, all of like, us. Well, it has. Like we had like vacations and all that, and so I just haven't really um, haven't been been on it for a while. Um, yeah, I I actually very much considered um, pulling out some liquor for this evening because it's been a long day. But then I also remembered that I have to get up like super early and other stuff, so Ooh. I decided to just go for coffee tonight. But I am kind of thinking about Mike's beer over there. It looks good. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not bury the lead, Mike. How you doing? Uh, what you I am doing great. Uh, I'm continuing my journey through all of my birthday beers. I got a, several beers for my birthday, and I've been gradually featuring them on the podcast. Yes fans this is how much i care about you that i have been deferring drinking my birthday beers so that i could feature them on this podcast and this one i'm super excited about uh my aunt actually got me this beer it is uh brewed uh out of the yazoo brewing company in nashville tennessee uh growing up my aunt used to send us boxes of goo goo clusters for christmas every year my aunt janice did uh because she knew we couldn't get them uh wherever we lived which was never nashville and that was, she knew how much we loved them. Now that I'm an adult, she got me Yazoo Goo Goo Ale. <laughs> Kid you not. If you've never had a Goo Goo Cluster, that might not may mean as much to you, but this is fantastic. Uh, it says on the can, Yazoo is proud to collaborate with another Nashville original to create Goo Goo Ale, brewed with cocoa nibs, peanut butter, and vanilla beans to pair perfectly with the original Goo Goo Clusters. <laughs> What the hell is, it is a exact cluster? It, it is exactly that. It's uh, cocoa nibs, peanut butter, and it's actually a little bit of a marshmallowy uh, center. It's so good. Oh, oh I get them in that. Life. Yeah. Anyway, cheers. Let's see how this goes. Oh my gosh, that's really really good. Does it taste like a goo goo? <laughs> that's really good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it doesn't quite taste like a goo goo. I think. Um, I think because they didn't do the they didn't do like the marshmallowiness, they went for a vanilla thing, but it's still very, very good. Are you gaga for goo goo? <laughs> <laughs> I am now. Cook what about cuckoo for goo goo? I was trying to fit an Irish joke in there. I just couldn't make it. It, was, it just didn't <laughs> all fit. good. But no, I will I will be enjoying this beer. It's so, really uh, good. Thank you, Aunt Janice. So I, I um I was on a cleanse, so we went to Kentucky as as 
everyone here knows, but our listeners at home, we met Mike in Kentucky for a celebration of his 40th birthday. That was a lot of fun. Uh, so much fun so that I drank a little bit too much. And, <laughs> whew. Yeah, I, I was not feeling great for about a week, week after we got back. So I cut myself off for a week. Um, and I'm going to break that tonight with something very, very light, very, very simple. Ooh. <laughs> Don't get your hopes up. This is I, I have rallied against these for as long as I can. Um, but then I, I had them I had a couple of them up in Rhode Island that weren't bad. And this is one I've never had before, but I trust the brewery. So I do have a hard seltzer. I have a hard seltzer. But like if you're gonna trust a hard seltzer company or a, a alcohol company to make hard seltzer, felt uh funky okay. food is about the best you can nope. get. Mike was shaking a little bit. I, I was. I was trembling with uh barely contained rage. No. Everybody, everybody, do you? I know I'm a, I know I'm a snob, but by that's really like my take is to just seltzer. is do you? And Chris, if you're in the mood for a hard seltzer, you're in the mood for a hard seltzer. And Funky Buddha is a great brewery. Well, no, I'm just thinking this will be easier on me and my, you know, issues than say pounding a half a bottle of Eagle <laughs> Rare or Blanton's or sure. something like that. So this is a, it's a Funky Buddha blood orange uh, seltzer, and we'll see. I'm not a big fan of seltzer, but that's not bad. That's not bad. That'll get the job done. And for one gram of carbs per can and 90 calories, that's not bad, nice. actually. You yeah. said blood orange? I'll take it. It's I'll nice take it. Treat. Yeah, blood I'll orange that's by Funky Buddha. Uh, which is weird because I, I had a workout before we recorded. Uh, as Leo was putting the baby to bed, I had a workout in the garage, and it was hot as hell out there. But yeah, this actually nice. is very quenching right now. So um, tonight, we have gathered and... I'm not sure those that realize this, but come October, I think it's October 24th, is our three-year anniversary. In our first couple of recordings, we didn't have a whole lot to do. So we had this game that we that I, I don't know if I, I think I bought it like Marshalls for Dirt Cheap. It's the ultimate pub trivia game. Um, in the first couple of recordings, we played this game, and there's nine questions per card, and we just played the game and crowned winners. And we've kept the board game around for the past three years. We haven't really played it all that often. We kind of busted out once a year for an episode, and I think it's about that time. You know, we're coming up on uh, on three years together as a as a group, and a lot of fun, a lot of good times. And I thought this is actually a really good night to kind of bust this out. So, Leah, um, what two categories are we going to be playing tonight? All right, so we're going to have nine questions uh, over the course of two cards. So the first card category is going to be anything goes. So it's exactly how it sounds. Anything goes. Um, and then the second nine, uh, you know, the second half of the game, the last nine questions, will all be in the pop culture category because that's something that I think we can all agree on that we're pretty evenly matched in pop culture, the four of us, just in maybe in various areas of pop culture, but it's something that we all know a little something about. So yeah, I feel like we'll be that'd, okay. be, that, that'd be the fairest uh, category. I have, I have a little tiny today. trophy on so my desk that works. says that I'm pop culture trivia champion <laughs> yeah yeah is that on your desk that is absolutely is really? on my desk yeah it, no at home at no. home or at work though <laughs> no not, i wouldn't take it to work i guess i could there's no reason i couldn't oh my gosh please like do it please bring right. it to work That'd please bring awesome. it to work um so these questions they are questions one through five are worth 10 points apiece. question six has uh multiple not multiple but there's multiple answers so we're going to do five points per correct answer. Uh, seven, eight, and nine are ten points each. Uh, question seven is a who said, so it's, they're going to give you a quote. You have the name who said it. 
question eight for each card is give you the decade. And then question nine is to, the answer is going to be a number. Question number 10 is a drawing round, which would not work well on a podcast. So we're going to we skip do question word number descriptions. 10. Uh, yeah, but we're not playing Taboo <laughs> or Apples to Apples or taboo? anything like that. Yeah, yeah it's but it's generally taboo. pronounced Taboo. taboo. It's called not Taboo. taboo. <laughs> it's Taboo. <laughs> it's Taboo. I know it's Taboo now. It'll get better. That, that might mine. be why I pronounce it that way. Like Taboo. <laughs> yeah. I okay. Tried to, tried to I, I got it. I got it. Took me no, a second. Worked, but like, all five of you out there hopefully got it. <laughs> all right, Leah. So you're the quiz master. Um, we're going to trust that you're not looking at the answers. You're just going to turn the card over and slide down to see the answer to the question as we go through. Uh, the team is going to be Leah and me versus Mike and Nikki in a game that Leah and I have never beaten Mike and Nikki in. So this is going to be interesting. That is, really? Is that I, true? I believe I it's true. Oh. The, fir- uh, true? the first time it was true. Yeah. I don't remember subsequent times. Oh, yeah, well, the Mike first time was the infamous... The, um, the first time was the one, two, three. Chris says the wrong director. <laughs> yeah, we won't yes. do any of these. <laughs> All right, so Leah, read us uh, question number one. Let's get started. All right, so just to reiterate this category, the first nine questions are going to be in Anything Goes. So question number one for 10 points. What is the name of the new girl in the TV show New Girl? Yeah, I, uh, I can lock. We can lock yeah, in. I think. We can lock in too. Yeah, I assume yeah. the character. So, name. yeah, okay. Um, uh, to avoid the three, two, one. Yeah, yeah which I was just gonna first. say. Do you yes. want us or you okay, guys? You guys can go first. But I. But also, last time we did the three, two, one, you also did not consult with your wife before talking. So I'd prefer you not just like. Whatever. I guess you already locked in, so it I is did. what it is. So you 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 say what you think the answer is. It's Jess. Okay, so Chris and Leah locked in with it's Jess. It's no, the name. Her name is Jess. <laughs> um, Mike and Nikki, yeah, I was totally planning to sing it, but Chris stole stole my thunder. Yeah, I mean it's Jess. It's in the opening song. So. Who's that, that girl? girl? It's Jess. Jess. <laughs> Harmonize better than us too. It's, yeah, we it's sickening. sound horrible. Um, um. So the answer they're looking for is Jessica Jess Day. Yeah, Jessica so Day. I'm gonna give us all points because we at least got the first name. It did not specify it needed a full name. So, all right. So Nikki, Nikki might have known the last name. I wouldn't. I question. did, but I didn't really think. I mean, I was just like, Jess. It's Jess. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, question number two: Tanzania's largest city contains what word that means peace in Arabic? So, Tanzania's largest city contains what word? That means peace in Arabic. Okay, we'll we'll go ahead and lock in. Okay, Leah, will you tell our audience what you just asked me? <laughs> He's like, "Do you have any idea?" And I was like, "I don't know." Tanzania is that where the Tasmanian devil lives? <laughs> um, and then he got mad at me um, and refused to discuss any further. Um, and then I said, "I think it's in Africa, right?" And then you didn't respond at this point. Tanzania is in me. Africa. The okay. Tasmanian devils from Tasmania or Tasmania. Is that near Australia? It's, it's uh, yeah, it's the is, island. Off Chris, is Tasmania its own sovereign country or is it part of Australia? Okay. No, it's part of Australia. It's one of their. I'm not sure if that's, it's. That's a what state I thought, but I wasn't 100. percent But I. So I have no idea. Do you know where Tanzania 
I assume it's in like the upper right hand corner if they're making words that are near Arabic. I mean, I, I, it's on the e- it's towards the east of Africa. I just don't know how far up it is, but that, neither here nor there doesn't help us. So I we're can't trying name, to find what a word for peace would be in Arabic. I can't name a city in in. I can't. I just I don't know. I thought you were practicing your capitals because the largest city could also be the capital. I was. I have say. been practicing my capitals. I didn't get very far through that that quiz um i don't remember a lot of the capitals so no capitals also not necessarily uh, the largest city yeah Agreed. it doesn't say that it would give me a city in that in that country that i would feel okay with answering. but if i assumed if it was the capital they would have said capital city unless they're just trying to throw you off i don't know so in arabic arabic is close in the same realm as uh judeo and christian uh mm-hmm. ideology so do you know p- what peace means? And is like, it, isn't it Noel? Isn't that peace in? Oh, that's like a that's probably like in a Christmas song. Well, probably. the first Noel, yeah, first, kind of in the title. The first piece, um, Noel. Okay, so something Noel. Well, I think it, we just need to give Arabic. the word. We just need to give the word, and I don't have anything better than Noel. Okay, we'll just go Noel. I'm cool with that. All right, Mike and Nikki. We actually kind say? of had a similar logic. I'm fairly certain Shalom is uh peace in hebrew i think that's what shalom means and i'm and i've also heard the arabic word salam which is fairly close to shalom so that's what we said we said yeah. salam i mean honestly i could not name a city in we we, yeah, we, like, we, we just, couldn't i, couldn't, I, I feel bad I but... sorry tanzanian listeners we'll get better okay so our correct answer is salam Dar Dar S Salam. I'm assuming that that's the um, wow. <laughs> city name. Dar S nice. Salam, and cool. they're looking for a Salam. So nice, nice job. Nice logic. Wow. Yeah. Good All pull, right. Mike and Nikki. Okay. Oh, losing already, babe. That's okay. Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and pop another one. <laughs> that's the downside of those seltzers. They go down easy. Actually, this this uh. This goo ale for all of the description is actually pretty light, so it's going down fairly easy, too. Fortunately, I have a second beer handy that I selected specifically because this is going to be my first show with with Leah in a while. So I'll, bu- I'll bust that one out in a minute. Oh, no. I'll be there for brews. Maybe it's- oh, that would be amazing. I wish that. Does that exist? Because if it doesn't, it needs to. It probably does. All right. Question three. All right. Question number three. In what country was the Terracotta Army sealed underground? Yeah. All right, I guess we can lock in. There is some kind of architecture to it. All right, y'all have locked in. So we had a couple lines of thought there, Leah. Uh So what what were you thinking? So first I thought of, because the question was Terracotta, and I was like, is that different than Calcutta? Because I was pretty sure there was something that happened with Calcutta, and I'm pretty sure that was India, and it had something to do with people underground. Like people like in like a like an underground like prison kind of thing, um, but then I was like, is terracotta and Calcutta the same thing? And then I kind of said like, well, no, I don't think so because I've only heard of it being referred to as Calcutta, and nothing about terracotta. But it's a lot of the same letters. But I was like, I'm pretty sure they're different things. So we were kind of like, I wanted to say India because it kind of sounded similar. But then I was like, well, I kind of don't want to go there because even though it sounds has a lot of the same similar letters, I don't think it's that. Um, yeah, and then Chris kind of took it from there, and we never came up with an answer. <laughs> no, so I was just, <laughs> I was just thinking like when I think of terracotta, it reminds me of like um, it's not architecture, but it reminds me of um, 
like like uh, a accompaniment whatever you want to call it for like design for like houses and stuff like that in Spain or in Latin America um so do you think an army could be buried underground in one of those countries um Spain's got a torrid history of Shit. Of like basements and stuff, right? Because it's not where they do the Spanish Inquisition, and I picture that being in like an underground, like a like a not a place that has a lot of windows. I mean, I feel like a castle. It it sounds it sounds older, so I would feel a lot better about Spain than I would anything in like South Central or America or Mexico. I'd feel better about that. But if you've got logic bringing you to India, I have nothing to to stop us from going there either. No, my logic for that was that I was thinking about Calcutta, not Terracotta. Okay. So I'm fine with going with Spain. All right, well, we'll lock in Spain and I'll be wrong. Mike, tell us what the right answer is. Yeah, Mike, tell us what the right answer is. Uh, We never, I don't know what the Terracotta army is. Yeah, we had 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 nothing. The only thing I mean, like, we thought it kind of sounded Italian, um, just like, Terracotta, and then yeah. like I was thinking, like the Romans, so maybe it has something to do with you know that. So we said Italy, but there's really no logic besides like it kind of sounded Italian. Yeah, I've never heard of the terror the Terracotta army, so I'll be really yeah. interested to find out more. Yeah, I thought the same thing. I was like, wait, this entire army was bare or like, well, not buried, but sealed underground. I was like, I feel like that's a cool story. How come no one talks about that? Um, if it was Caligula, I'm gonna laugh. Well, not laugh, but, you know, feel bad and laugh. Well, everyone can um, rest easy that no one is getting points for this one. Their correct answer is China. Oh, really? Was it maybe it might have been okay. Genghis Khan's army going up to from Mongolia? Well, and it says in what country was this army sealed? So maybe the the army was from another country, but it right. happened in exactly. China. So, yeah. Yeah, it could be during like the Mongol raids. That's yeah. Not a bad guess. People, if you have information on this, please send it to us. We'd love to read more about this. It's very interesting. Freaking Wikipedia. <laughs> okay. Well, I was just trying to be interactive I with know. our audience, but whatever. Just do it myself. Email complaints to pubtriviaexperience at gmail.com. <laughs> Leah, take us away. All right. So here's question number four. What is the Monday after Thanksgiving Day called? We're going to go ahead and lock in. We'll let y'all talk it out. Yeah, I mean, uh, the only yeah. thing I think of is like Black Friday, but it's on Friday. Right. I mean, there is Cyber Monday, but yeah, I don't know if that's what they're talking about. There's actually yeah, and is Cyber Monday Sunday. the two days after Black Friday? I don't yeah, know. I mean, it is. It is the actual thing. So I mean, that's the only thing I can think of that would be after Thanksgiving. I don't. I don't. There might be something, but I don't think so. Yeah. Like, I mean, is there any? I'm just trying to think of if there's anything associated with like the beginning of the Christmas season or something along those lines. Um, but I can't think of anything that is a, you know, blah, blah, Monday other than Cyber Monday. So, and I remember, I don't remember if that's when Cyber Monday is, but yeah. Because isn't like the day after Christmas something like that's actually like a. The day after Christmas is something something, and I don't remember what it's called, but that is actually something. Boxing Day? Yeah, I think it's Boxing Day. Day. But like, I don't think that, I would just say Cyber Monday. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to have anything else. So Cyber Monday. Okay, so Mike and Nikki lock in with Cyber Monday. Chris, what are we locking with? Uh, the exact same thing. There's Black Friday and Cyber Monday is when like Amazon and all the online stores have their deals. Unless there's some religious holiday that I'm not aware of, Cyber Monday makes the most sense. Okay, so both teams locked in with Cyber Monday. 
So the answer they have for us is Cyber Monday. Nicely done. Woohoo! We'll take it. What I really wanted to say was wrapping day. I was like, do you think that that's what it's called? Like where you wrap all the presents you bought, you know, the week of Thanksgiving. (laughs) No, but now I think of DMX singing uh, the the reindeer song. Uh, What's the the song about the reindeer? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, yeah. (laughs) Have you never heard DMX singing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? I don't think I have. I might have. Oh, you are are missing (laughs) out. Okay, so we're moving on to question number five. And I don't know what year this game came out and if these facts are still true, but we're going to say it came out probably like four years ago, four or five years ago. Um, what is the best-selling band of all time? The big one? All right, we, we can lock in. All right, so let's let's kind of talk through this. I think there's a couple that it could be, right? It's... Mm-hmm. You're looking for a band that's got a really a good sized catalog that's been around for a while. So like the Beatles, the Eagles, the Beach Boys. Like the, I just the the Rolling the, Stones. The Beach Boys, no, they're, they never had the popularity to get that. Sticks. I mean, they were big, but they were never huge. No, not Sticks. <laughs> I wouldn't think it Sticks. I don't know. Mike's drumming don't over there. So. Mr. Roboto. So. The Eagles is a good choice because they've got the number one, or at least at one point in time, was the number one best-selling album of all time with their greatest hits album. What about the Beatles? Do you like it better or worse than the Eagles? I'll do like the Eye Doctor, where they hold up two ones. Can you see better or worse? <laughs> so do you like the Eagles or the Beatles better? My Which pro- animal do you like better? My problem with the Beatles is that they're not, they stopped, right? They, they're, <laughs> the not Eagles anymore. are still going? They had a much longer run than the Beatles did. Okay, I would think. So you like the Eagles more than well, I don't, the Beatles? Like, I don't think the the Beatles were huge, but I don't think they were together like in their heyday for more than seven or eight years. I feel like. Okay. Do you like the Eagles or the Rolling Stones better? What do you think? I, I'm just naming off people. I really, we, you and I, neither of us know music, so I don't even know if we can even talk this out and get to. A we can't. Answer. The other, the other thing that's in the back of my head is I know at one point in time the band Chicago had like seven or eight albums in the top two hundred, like at the exact same time. Okay. But at Chicago, I, I, it can't be Chicago. They didn't have. My mom did have a couple of their albums. I can picture what they look like. Their CD covers. We're talking about like being the best-selling band of all time. If the answer to this Chicago? question is Chicago, I'm eating the card. Okay. So we should finish the card before we start eating. <laughs> um, I, I think the Eagles is our best bet. Okay. Um, That's fine with me. They've been around for a while. They've had multiple albums. They had obviously had enough albums to have a couple of greatest hits. And we know that one of their the greatest hits was like the number one best selling. Greatest or, hits volume one is not the number of all one best selling album or whatever, of all time. But at least up there, so we at yeah. least have some kind of logic behind it. Yeah, so. well, uh, let's check into the Hotel California. Oh, is that who sings that? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's check in. Let's do it. Music, bitch. <laughs> okay, Mike and Nikki, what well, did you, you guys say? You Tell can check in, answer. but you can check out anytime you like, but you can never leave. Um, no, we actually had a very similar. Uh, discussion with the three bands that we threw out were the Beatles, the Eagles, and the Rolling Stones. Uh, the Eagles have, do have the greatest selling album of all time and greatest hits, uh, volume one, but I don't know that 
it's quite enough to have overall eclipsed the Beatles. The Beatles people still buy Beatles. The, Be- the Beatles had twice as many albums. They had numerous compilations. Uh, they had that they had their that number one compilation which was huge they you know i don't know if streaming data counts but they're definitely more streamed than the eagles so uh, ultimately we we locked in with the beatles because we just came down to it's got to be the beatles we just turned to each other we said it's got to be the beatles right so we said the beatles okay well one team is getting points here we actually us. did talk about um this both both teams talked about this uh artist or this band, and the correct answer is the Beatles. Uh, so good job, I Mike feel, and Nikki. Uh, they weren't. I didn't feel like they were together. They, they that weren't, long. but they were hugely popular when they were together. And I do think Their that albums it, continue to sell. I think it's because the albums continued to sell. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I bought number one, right? So yeah. Well, they they had those. So um, they had the the two compilation disc sets that were really popular. That everybody also merchandise. had merchandise. I mean, merchandise probably. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know I don't if merchandising count, counts too. Best, but you know, best selling. So I mean, it's like they no. didn't specify album. So yeah. Like, there's yeah. So much Beatles right. merchandise. I briefly actually thought Metallica, but I didn't think that they had broad enough appeal. But they were obviously huge sellers too. I'm really glad I didn't go with Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so going into our first halftime, um, the score is 40 points for Mike and Nikki and 20 points for Chris and Leah. It's still anybody's, anybody's game. Anybody's game. It's, it's, it's fine. It's fine, babe. All right, before, before halftime, uh, before right. halftime, I do. I am going to pop over another beer. Uh, I featured it over on Boozy Bracketology, their sister podcast as well, but I knew that I wanted to save at least one to bring on a show that I got to record with Leah because I know about how she loves to rage against the pa- patriarchy. So I, of course, brought another beer in the Pastriarchy series. Yay! <laughs> this is their Root Beer Float Imperial Brown Ale. It's so good. It really does taste like a root oh beer float. Sounds awesome. It sounds delicious. It's, it's really, really good. I like this beer a lot. I mean, I don't like root beer, but for people who like root beer, that sounds fantastic. It's not your father's root beer. <laughs> okay, so let's go ahead and, and head into our first halftime. Um, for this uh, question, there are going to be four possible answers. You will get five points for every correct answer, and please only provide four answers for us. All right? So here is your question. Name the four canonical... can. Canonical. Canonical biblical gospels. So name the four biblical gospels according to canon. Right? Like in canon. It's like yep. part of their canon. Okay. All right. Here we go. We have locked cool. in. All right. I think they've locked in, Leah. All right. So so Mike and Nikki, um, we have also locked in. So Mike and Nikki, what did you guys say as the four canonical <laughs> uh we said matthew mark luke and john okay matthew mark luke and john chris what did we lock in with uh the exact same four okay if this is not correct <laughs> i'm gonna be real mad um okay they're kind of pretentious but whatever it's the gospel right, according blah, to blah, exactly it is, it's on here it says Gospel of Matthew, Gospel of Mark, Gospel of Luke, and Gospel of John. But yep. we're all getting points. I have a book on my bookshelf called The Gospel Whatever. According to Peanuts. <laughs> and it's all about all the biblical references in oh my gosh, Charlie I Brown. Have... I had that same book growing up. I literally had it on my bookshelf in high school. I don't have it anymore, but I did have it. It was very cool. 
Um, okay, so we are now heading into the second half of the Anything Goes category. Uh, question number seven is a quote. So it's a who said it. So I'm going to read the quote and then both teams will take a guess as to who was the person, I guess, or character who said it. But I'm pretty sure it's going to be a real life person. Um, so here's your question. Who said, quote, one is never overdressed or underdressed with a little black dress? Yeah, we'll go ahead and lock in. Okay, they're already locked in. Um, <laughs> oh, fashion stuff. I don't know. Well, it's the beauty one of not never, knowing the answer. Nev, nev, one is never overdressed or underdressed with a little black dress. Yeah. So Wait, it's going to be like, a, is it a designer or some kind of actress or fashion? Yeah, I mean, I model. thought of like, uh, like a Marilyn Monroe. Or somebody like that. Mm, it's not really like that. Wasn't like a little black. Dress. No, I know, but I was just. I mean, if it's going to be, if it was going to be like that, I would that, say it'd be like I an Audrey Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn might be you that. Know. Yeah. Um, more than a Marilyn. True. Uh, you might I mean, be right. little black dress is like an old saying, so right. it's got to be like a. That's why. I would, that's why I went yeah. older, and I just yeah. thought actresses for whatever reason. Yeah, because I mean, it's like I mean, like fashion. I mean, you know. um Obviously, it could be someone in the fashion industry, but I just feel like little black dress has been like a phrase for a long time. Right. Like, so what? Um, I don't know who a big wig in like the early fashion days would be. Yeah. Like, I mean, who is somebody who would picture in a little black dress? Me. It, yes, but only in my dreams. I mean, I didn't say it was a pleasant picture, I didn't say it wasn't a nightmare. I mean, I'm going to say Audrey Hepburn just because, like, Breakfast at Tiffany's and stuff like that. She's in, a, like, a little black dress. That's true. And that makes it I can see her even saying that, like, oh, you never, you know, like, you know, because she's wearing. So are they talking about Audrey Hepburn or, or is it Holly Golightly? Go I don't know. That's the interesting question because I, I like where your head's at, but. Because it could be Holly Golightly, but. Right. I mean. But if it is Holly Golightly, technically Audrey Hepburn said it too. Well, they didn't say character. They it's, said that's person. right. That's right. So, so I like. I mean, I like I'll Audrey go, Hepburn. I mean, I don't. I don't really know. So well, I don't. I don't. It's I don't just either. a guess because I'm thinking. Like I don't know. For some reason, she, that seemed like because she was kind of a. I mean, it could be a Marilyn, but I, you know, because I could maybe see Marilyn saying that. But like, I just. I, I, I just. For some yeah. reason, Audrey Hepburn came into my head, but I could be. Totally no, I, I like. I like that. I like that answer. I. I say go with it. All right, we're gonna say Audrey Hepburn. Okay, so Mike and Nick said Audrey Hepburn. Uh, Chris, what did we lock in with? Uh, we had the exact same conversation in my head, um, thinking, okay, I've seen Breakfast at Tiffany's. There's one person I associate with a little black dress, and it's Audrey Hepburn. Uh, had I thought about the whole designer angle, I might have talked myself out of it, but I didn't. I locked in. We locked in rather quickly. I said, you want to go with this? And you said yes. I did, because um, yeah, I had no idea. All right, so let's see. The correct answer is a man by the name of Carl Lagerfeld. Yeah, so someone, Lagerfeld. some fashion dude. That we <laughs> okay, <laughs> cool. Lagerfeld, Lagerfeld. Good, yeah. good cool story, bro. Yeah, the, Move on. If I, if memory serves, the quotes are always somebody really weird and obscure on this game. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's yep. that's coming back to me right I, now. I got I, I got We have Google one listener that's going. It's Carl Lagerfeld, you dipshit. Yep. The name? Carl Law. Carl. L a g e r f. There it is. E l d. You can leave out the f e l d. Carl is with a K. Okay, I mean he's a German director. 
Yeah. You'd have been around a, that time. He was a creative director, fashion designer, and artist in Paris in the 1930s, like the 1930s, 20s. Well, he was oh, born, born in 1930s. So he was probably big in the 60s, 60s and 70s. So right yeah. around the yeah, time of so he was some kind of, and he's very fashionable. He wears like these sunglasses. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, he looks like he could fill out a little back dress. Oh. It better be strapless. Okay, so we're going into question number eight, which is a decades question. Here we go. In what decade was the Burning Man Festival founded? So the Burning Man Festival. Yeah, we're gonna go ahead and lock in. Yeah, we'll lock in. All right, we're just we're we're just sitting here debating. We feel like it's fairly new. Uh, but we're not sure if it's quite 21st century new or if it was maybe a little older. So we're, we're basically waffling between whether it was the 90s or the aughts. Uh, it's probably going to be end up being way older than that, and we just never knew. Uh, but I think we're I think we're leaning towards it was founded it's, in the 90s, but it didn't really gain notoriety until the aughts. Is kind of what it's we're, one of those things. I mean, I could totally see it in the 70s too. So I mean, it's true. Just, you know, whatever. that's true. But I mean, I would say, yeah, I'll just go with. The, I would say just yeah. go. With the 90s. Yeah, we'll go. We'll go with the 1990s. I'm really glad you talked me out of my answer. Well, we don't know what the right answer is. Um, so we were kind of feeling older. So we kind of talked about the 60s, 70s, or 80s. Um, and the only thing I could, I don't, like, I don't even know what this is, what this Burning Man Festival is. But I watch a lot of, like, things on Netflix, like documentaries that are, like, top events in the 80s, top events in the 90s. And those are literally the only two I ever watch because I don't care about anything before 1980. And I don't really care about anything after 2000. Um, and I'm picturing some kind of nighttime event with things on fire <laughs> um and i like i'm picturing it happening in the like that night like i love the 1980s thing so that was the only thing i went with because chris couldn't decide between the 60s or 70s so he's like well he's like if you're picturing something burning and, and you feel strongly about the 80s he's like let's just go with that so we did it and i don't even know if it was the burning people that i like because i don't know what the burning man festival is but i literally picture it being dark out and things being on fire at some kind of festival. And I feel like it was definitely in my mind feels more like from an eighties episode than a nineties episode, but um, cause the nineties episodes usually have like the riots in LA. So, and that's usually where I see things on fire. Um, so yeah, so we locked in with the eighties. Um, so we've got an eighties and a nineties. So it's going to be like the fifties. Ooh. So the correct answer is the nineteen eighty. Well done. So Ooh. yeah, we get points. But it it actually has the actual year. I don't know if we were supposed to do that or not, but it was nineteen eighty six. Okay. So which is really funny because we were talking about Live Aid. Because we were talking about music because Chris was saying the Burning Man thing was a music that's, festival, and then we're like, well, maybe it's not the eighties because live. No, but that's a really good 80s. point because the eighties was the was when all of the music festivals pretty much were founded. See, I, it, oh, I was trying to talk her into sixties. I thought maybe this is like a precursor to oh, Woodstock. Oh yeah, Woodstock, yeah. But nope. All right. Hey, we'll take the points. Well, cool. Yeah, because we were behind. So, oh, good guessing. I didn't do shit. Well, she was complimenting herself. Well, you had confidence in me, so. Okay. So let me turn this back up. All right. So the last question in the anything goes category. It's a number question. I am not sure how we're gonna do this. 
for a point value. I think it's supposed to be whatever team gets closest to a number. Let's do let's do closest to the pin. Okay, cl- okay. We'll, we'll do it that way. So only one team can get points for this one, unless we just happen to be exactly off. Um, okay, so your question is, about how many hamburgers does McDonald's sell per second? Ooh, that's a good one. I like that question. I don't even know if I can begin to guess. Yeah. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna lock in with a way wrong answer. <laughs> oh, Mike's right. doing all kinds of math. I know. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm going. I'm going crazy here. Uh, I was trying. I was. Don't I basically we we got to okay. McDonald's stopped stopped counting at a bit when they hit a billion, and that was about 20 years ago. And so I reasoned that they we reasoned that they've probably done about a billion since then. So we're doing base. We're basically walking the math back from a billion every 20 years. Which is five million every year, uh, and then fifty million. Fifty million a year, exactly. Sorry, I even just said it, and then I I say it I say it great when we're on mute, and then we're we're live. Um, fifty million. All right, wait, wait, and this is where it comes in. Okay, five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred minutes. Let's round that down to five hundred thousand, because that's easy math. Fifty million divided by five hundred thousand is. 10, right? Sure. I think that's 10. And that's 10. That's 10 a minute. Okay. Which is fewer than one a second. And I can't, okay. Now I'm totally off because there's no way it'd be fewer than one a second. I can't imagine they would make that many per second. No, like, I mean, doesn't it take more than one second? Right, exactly. So, so, okay. If you do 10 a minute, but it's not individual McDonald's, all McDonald's across the world. Okay. Right. So you got to figure every second at least one McDonald's is selling, selling a, a hamburger. hamburger. Yeah. Okay. All right. And since my math just got us to one sixth of a burger, I'd say the initial estimate was way off. Um, <laughs> let's flip it. You want to say six burgers a second? Or would it be even more than that? Like, I don't know. This is, I don't this know. is a very confusing it, question. It is. Um, now, but remember, this is this is like... We don't have to be faster than the bear. We just have to be faster than the slowest person in our party. So really, we just need to get closer than them. <laughs> but we don't know what their guess is. So, just like I mean, there's so many McDonald's. You're gonna get closer like, than us, you know. So it's just right. Exactly. I mean, it's gotta be like more than like six burgers a second. Like that's you know, it's gotta be a lot more than that. Because, right. Exactly. Yeah, how many? Like, how many there's, McDonald's? There's do you more think than there are six McDonald's like down our. We have like three like a block from us. Like, yeah. So, I mean, it doesn't even make sense. It would be six burgers. Right. No, you're right. Let's go about, yeah, you're right. Should probably go about it a different way. Assuming there's a million McDonald's in the world, that might be an overestimate. I don't mm-hmm. know. How many, how many McDonald's do you think there are in the world? There's probably about a you million. You think there might be a million? I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. There's a lot. But, I mean, that's one city, for every, I mean, what's that, one for every each, 700 people? Each little like city, each city. Or no, do one for every 7,000. Like, I mean, like, all right, like in, Hunts, in Huntsville, we probably have 30. Yeah, it's true. All right, so you assume a million McDonald's, and you assume at in one second at least one McDonald's. So basically, I would say every second at least one McDonald's is is serving a burger. I would say, probably. So this is a ridiculous. Question. I know like, it, to- no it totally is. Get this, like this, I mean, it's got to be something that they advertised or said. Uh, exactly. It's the only way you would know. You just want to say like after all this, you just want to say like five hundred. I mean, I don't know. Sure, they, is make, that, five, is that, they make five. So if you if you assume if you assume, more than that. all right, but let's let's say it takes about a minute to serve a burger, give or take. 
So if you assume a million McDonald's, but they didn't say make a burger, but they said sell a so, burger. Serve a burger, serve right? And that's true. Ah, so making a burger try... and serving a burger are totally different things. <laughs> try trying to logic because this is driving me insane because now I'm sitting here going and then you have to consider peak hours versus off times and blah 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 I this would say they do insane. a few thousand burgers it's got to be a few thousand burgers you think it's second. a few thousand burgers I mean, yeah, a second yeah absolutely alright if you think about how many McDonald's there are it's got to be you know, say uh, 2,500 burgers a second sure 2,500 burgers, 2500 burgers a second that's insane. Okay, so Mike and Nikki locked in with 2,500 <laughs> burgers. Chris, what are we looking at? So we had kind of, they eventually got to our, our logic stream where it's how many McDonald's do you think there are? And then how many burgers do you think they can order in a, in a, a minute? And then we went to down to the second. And then I think as we, we locked in and I just kind of got tired of doing all the math and I said, sure, to whatever your division was. But your division is way, way off. I'm just going back to it now. Yeah, my... I, so, I think I had the wrong um, like placeholder. Yeah, you, you I think you moved it over yeah, one I too think many. The you you, you, you one have over. one too many zeros in our answer, but we locked it in, so say it. <laughs> but I think our math was supposed to point us at four thousand. Yeah, I would have feel a lot. I, I like I thought there's about fifty. My my head goes there's probably about fifty thousand McDonald's in the world. Fifty thousand seemed like the right. That's number. way different than a million, which um, is where we were at. So. It's like the whole world. I mean, there's McDonald's yeah. all around the world. Not right. Just the country. Well, guess what? It doesn't really matter because the correct answer is 75. <laughs> <laughs> We're way off. So Mike and Nick are closer, however. <laughs> Whatever. Mike went anything from one sixth of the <laughs> Ironically, I just got an update on my phone about McDonald's. 2,500. Ooh. It's like the same second that we... Is it a burger? No, I mean, I'm just telling you, I think the government's... Li somebody's listening. You're probably right. My, my phone That's just said creepy. McDonald's test new menu item. And here's a question. A serious question, though. What's, oh, what's the new menu item? But here's a question I didn't think about. Break. A Big Mac. A maple that... barbecue and bacon quarter pounder. Hmm. Oh God! I would eat the shit out of that. Right yeah, oh it's going to be introduced in March of 2021. The Western Barbecue Quarter Pounder, which launched in Canada as a limited time menu item, was described by the chain as hot, juicy, tasty, and smoky. So, does a Big Mac count as two burgers sold, since it's technically two patties, or is the burger the full thing? I would think yeah. it counts. As I don't one. know. It doesn't really say like when it's coming here. It was yeah, it does. It says Canada it's... was March 2021. This is how many hamburgers are sold. So uh, does that not include cheeseburgers? We should have asked a lot of clarifying. It just says it's okay. It doesn't matter. We yeah. guessed forty thousand. Yeah. Seventy-five hey, burgers a second. Even if we were, if it helps, even if you guys guessed four thousand, we still would have gotten points. I mean, I don't know. In my mind, That's I'm true. thinking they serve thousands and thousands. Because <laughs> I'm thinking like serving is <laughs> it's a totally different thing than like making it. Because right. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, where I, mean, I don't even know. Like, how do they fact? I mean, like, like, I don't know I miss how the they good old days this. of the podcast where we watched football yeah, right? and did this. <laughs> and yeah, that in that inaugural episode, you could hear us periodically swearing at the television. Well, that, I mean, I'm sorry. That, I pulled stupid. up. <laughs> yeah, it's a stupid question. I pulled up episode two, and the beginning of episode two of the show was us talking about Penn State, Ohio State. Yep, that's right. So, all right, Leah. All right, so going into the second half of our game. Uh, Mike and Nikki are still ahead by 20. They have 70 points, and we have 50. All right. So we're not too so far behind. Nobody's game into this next category. Hopefully, we'll sway more into our favor, but we'll see. Um, so it's going to be the pop culture category. So it's going to be the same format as the first half. It's just uh, 
All questions based on pop culture. All right. Before we get into the next category, I do want to go ahead and tell our listeners a couple of things here. So, um, listen, I, I, I know that a lot of other podcasts do that, but if you're enjoying the content that we bring here at the Pub Trivia Experience or our sister podcast, Boozy Bracketology, and you want more of that sweet, sweet bonus content for all of our shows, head on over to patreon.com slash ptebb. Uh, the Patreon is, is Patreon is going to be our exclusive home of all of our bonus content. There's going to be bonus content every month from Pub Trivia Experience, from Boozy, uh, AMAs, the whole nine yards right there, as well as all of our back catalog episodes of our old podcast. Recast that. Uh, but if you want to give back, if you want to say thank you to us for, for bringing the content that hopefully you love and enjoy on a daily, weekly basis, that's one way to do it. Listen, it's times are tough. I get it. If you can't, Leave us a five-star rating. Write us a review. That would be awesome. Or, hey, come hang out with us on Facebook at The Lounge. Fans of Pub Trivia Experience and Boozy Bracketology. All four of us are on there. In fact, earlier today, there was a post that I threw on there about Mountain Dew coming out with an alcoholic version of Mountain Dew. So once that hits the shelves, I guarantee we'll be drinking it on here. Leah, back to you. All right. So we're going to head into our pop culture category. Okay, here is your first question. The musician Childish Gambino appears on what NBC show? Yeah, we, we, can, we can lock in, too. That's, uh... Oh, let's throw two no. on this. And see what no, I'm is. afraid Chris will stay Stanley Kubrick again, so... That was my one. That's your one. Okay. That's it really, it really was. I, yeah. I'm going to be honest with you here. I'm a little disappointed. So... Like most women in Mike's life, I'm leaving that interaction with him a little disappointed. Okay. Sorry, that was mean in front of your wife. I apologize. That was very Mike's cool. just like, thank you for all I apologize, Mike. I don't know. Right now, I'm not sure I'm feeling um, very welcome in this community. Uh, uh, but yeah, commu- community. All right, you're out of the study group. You're out of the study group. Get out. Is that you guys' guest? I'll yeah, it's community. Is, that's, our, that's our guest, too? Yes, it's community. community. Donald okay. Glover. Okay. You don't even have to turn the card over. So the correct answer is community. Nicely done, everyone. Ten points for Gryffindor and Hufflepuff. Okay, so question number two. In what movie remake did Beyonce play the singer Xania? It's X-A-N-I-A. I think that's how you start Xanadu, so I just assume so it starts with Xania. It's Xania. A movie Zania? remake? Can you reread the question? In what movie remake did Beyonce play the singer Xania or Xania? I may have put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> so right, we're we... going to go ahead and lock in. Yeah, I mean, I. That's yeah. I, I I'm fine. I'm, yeah, I'm okay. I'm leaving this. It's it's a guess because. I mean, it's not, and it's not Dream Girls because that's not a remake. I mean, it's, it was a Broadway musical, but I don't think her character name was whatever they said it was. Um, Zania or... Zania, yeah. that wasn't her movie name. Mm-mm. Dream Girls. I don't remember what her name was, but I don't think it was that. Um, so, yeah. yeah, so I'm thinking, I, I know she was in a movie called Cadillac Records. I didn't see the movie. I don't even really know what it was about. Yeah. You said it sounded familiar. I, I feel like that it was an older also movie. was the name of an older movie that was from the 70s or 80s, which, again, I've never seen, but I at least feel like it was. So, so it's okay a total random pool, but I'm just going to say Cadillac Records. 
Okay, Cadillac Records. Chris, what did we say? I don't even remember what we said. Yeah, so we we there's only two movies that I think we can say comfortably that we know Beyonce was in. There's um, The Lion King, which is a remake, but it's not that. The other, I'm pretty um, sure she was like Nala or somebody. Yeah, the other movie. definitely isn't. This is definitely not Austin yeah. Powers in Gold. We Memory. talked about that one too. She's Foxy Cleopatra, and she is a whole is. lot of woman. Um. So we try to go back and think, like, what could have been a movie that maybe we've heard of that might have possibly been a remake. And the only thing that kind of stuck out to us, and this is not right. The answer is not right. But we went with The Wiz, thinking maybe there was a, a different version of that. And then maybe she was in a version of it that got released in theaters. They did, they did a version so. on uh, television. But A, I think it was after this game came yeah. out. And B, I don't think Beyonce was in it. But still, that's actually a pretty good guess. It's the closest thing to a guess we could get to. So, I mean, even if they just did one version of it, it would technically be a remake of Wizard of <laughs> Oz, right? All right. So your correct answer is not one that Shocker. anyone guessed. Mm. The correct answer is the pink. Oh, oh, son of a. Oh, damn. She was. I forgot. She was a bitch. Oh, my gosh. I totally forgot she was in that. Yeah, yeah, Steve Martin. Martin yeah. Yeah. Totally yeah. Oh, my goodness. I forgot. Inspector about Clouseau. That. Oh my god! I well, blocked yeah. it out of my memory. I hated that movie. Yep, she totally was in that. Yes, she yeah. was. Oh my goodness, she <laughs> was. We're right good at pop culture. I, <laughs> I have a trophy on my phone. Go back and watch it. No. <laughs> Let's go back and watch it and figure out how to pronounce her name. Because I'm still right. not sure. No, I'm not watching that movie again. Okay, so we'll just move right along to question number three. Also, kind of in a music e category, I guess. What musical instrument is associated with Robert Moog? M-O-O-G. Moog. There's, some, there's, there's, there's something called a Moog synthesizer. Who's that? that Who that be? It's a Moog synthesizer. It's a synthesizer. What does a Moog sound like? Moog Probably not an American. But it's just a synthesizer. Like a, it's like a... Moog. Is it a cowbell? Or... American or no? Uh, nope. Shit, musical instrument is associated with Robert Moog. I say we say cowbell just because of the name. <laughs> I mean, you're on your own with this one. Sorry, baby. It's one of those two. Oh, Can you think of another musical instrument? A synthesizer or a guitar? Yeah, I mean, it's really the guitar is like a special type well, I mean, synthesizer. I, I feel like it's going to be like a weird instrument, like a flute. Basically, an electric keyboard right? makes kind of synthetic That's a good one. That's what a synthesizer is. But there's a shit ton of cows and stuff. It's hard what to tell, like, kind of what that's like. I mean, like, you said it's the Moog synthesizer, the, but is it, the is Moog, it, Moog but did they get the synthesizer from? Like, if you're left in the Moog, where do you think you were in German? I, th- I mean, I think the keytar was developed as, you know, a kind of special Moog. type okay, of synthesizer. Okay, what do those people play? Like a, a fiddle? Guitar. You play like a guitar, so. Oh, the guitar. I just, I just, I just know that I, I know there's something called the Moog synthesizer is the, is my, I mean, what do you do? with the synthesizer. Maybe he's the one who did it. Maybe you're overthinking it. Maybe he's the one who did it. You're probably right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm overthinking it. Okay. Okay, we can lock in. Maybe he was his friend. That's good. We're we're dying to share this conversation (laughs) with the world. Okay, so here's so Leah, a, this tell is the, about how it went. Tell the tell us what did you want to what did you want to say your answer and why did you want to say it? I said Robert Moog. We should just <laughs> say the same thing. The same I think thing. Funny. <laughs> I said, why don't we just say Calvin? Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Great minds think alike. So then we went to 
Moog. What what ancestry do you think Moog is? And so we landed on English Irish, and then we started debating what do English Irish people play. We weren't we talked about bagpipes, but it doesn't sound Scottish. So then, what did Chris say? Well, no, you you had said. Well, I said, well, maybe he he played a flute to drive the snakes out of Ireland. You go, that's a good answer. St. Patrick. So, so we were just also there were never any snakes in Ireland. Let's make that abundantly clear. Okay, well, yes, thank you, St. Patrick. So we were like, (laughs) so we were like flute, fiddle, accordion. I like the idea of bagpipes, but I I don't. The other thing is like he could be. He's probably like a tar. He could be someone from like Louisiana who got big on the trumpet or the saxophone. He could be a blues player of some sort. Moog. Last name Moog. Maybe. maybe, He could be. Nolans. Nolans. They probably eat him alive there. I I don't know. I I think, honestly, I think bagpipes is a funny answer. I don't think it's bagpipes. I'm thinking it's my best guess would be trumpet or saxophone. Well, that was a. Big left turn that you just took there. <laughs> well, I'm going back to New Orleans and thinking he could be someone from there, and I don't know what else he would play down there. So. Okay, we'll just pick an instrument because we're not going to get it probably. Uh, we'll go saxophone. Okay, we're going to lock in with saxophone. Mike and Nikki, what did you lock in with? Did you lock in with <laughs> I wanted to. We, yeah, we, we, did, we did briefly yeah, discuss the cowbell, but I do know that there is an instrument called the Moog Synthesizer. Now, the mm. debate that we had, though, was... Well, it was a debate in his head. It was, yeah, that's I didn't, true. I didn't debate. Nikki was, like, was like, oh, that's good. And I was like, but wait. All right. Uh, so the other thing that I thought of, though, which is kind of a specialized synthesizer, is the keytar. Uh, just, I don't know why that also popped into my head after I got there, but I don't know much about the synthesizer or the keytar, for that matter. But ultimately, we just decided to lock in with synthesizer and hope for the best. And if it's keytar, I'll kick myself. But we said synthesizer. It's a good guess. I didn't have that logic. Nicely done. Okay, Mike. Well, you're going to have to explain to me what a synthesizer is because your correct Woo-hoo! answer is the synthesizer. Uh, it's a keyboard that makes synthetic sounds. It's like basically. what Ross played in Friends. Like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like what Ross played in Friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he says, rough, like, I play... Rough. Uh, yeah, he's like, I play the keyboards, but he doesn't play the keyboards. He plays the synthesizer. <laughs> nice pull, Mike. Thanks, nice man. pull. Good job. Good job. Well, hopefully this next question is one that everybody will get. Um, well, hopefully you guys can <laughs> it up, but whatever. Um, what is the name of Mickey Mouse's dog? Wait, seriously? <laughs> that's the answer. or that That's not the answer. That's the question. The anthropomorphic one he calls a you friend or the discuss. one he apparently keeps as a slave because the universe clearly establishes that dogs <laughs> also function as... Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, this could be... This is an ethical thing. <laughs> it, gets, it gets dark in a hurry once you delve too deeply into the inner logic of the Mickey Mouse universe. Are we muted? But yes, we can. Lock yeah, I think in. we can lock in. Was that was the way? That was our way of saying. Sorry. Yeah, I think we can lock in as well. Okay, Chris, what did we lock in with? Uh, well, I, again, there's one that's a slave, and there's one that's a friend. So I'm assuming it's Pluto. Is that the slave? <laughs> yes. Okay. Pluto is a loyal dog. All right, Mike and Nikki, yeah, what mean, did you yes, say? It's Pluto, but the Goofy is in fact a dog too. But Pluto is. Is Mickey's pet? No, our our, do- our daughter has 
several imaginary variations of Pluto as friends. Her best one is Pluto from Pluto, Pluto from Pluto, oh. right? Because he's 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 Martian <laughs> oh. Mickey's pet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we'll say so. Mm-hmm. It's from Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Yeah, it's from Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Yeah, she has, That's not that's not okay. an that's not an Abby. But she's always like, look at this is my friend Pluto oh. from Pluto. But that's but that's so cute mm-hmm. because the very first episode of this podcast started with her crying and needing a diaper change. Mm. And now oh. here she is. Yeah, absolutely. I remember very well. Oh, she's yep, now she's three friends. and we got another one. <laughs> oh my lord. Okay, so your correct answer is Pluto. So yay! yay. Everybody. Mickey's pet, still not a planet. <laughs> so hey, there's that. All right, so now we're going on to question number five. Oh, this is fun. This is where a nice little reference could come in. In what city did Alfred Hitchcock's birds torment actress to be hedring? So in what city did birds is birds set in? I'm assuming what is that? So in what city did Alfred Hitchcock's bird Hitchcock's birds torment actress to be children? I'm both a little upset that I already used my one per cast, but also at a loss as to how I would turn this one around on Chris. So we'll see. I- I'm okay with a turnaround <laughs> on Chris. Just throwing that out there. All right, we're gonna oh. think about this. We know it's. Yeah. All right, we're gonna go ahead and lock I, in. I, I I actually think we've we've been going back and forth about a lot of things, but I actually think it's gonna be not a household name. I think it's gonna be just like a small because it was more of a small towny type of feel. I don't know. To it. I just remember lots of phone lines in a phone booth, and I just remember right. being really scared. And I don't like birds to this day, and I will never rewatch that movie, and I don't like it. So yeah. No, that's fair. <laughs> I, they were evil birds. They were. Yeah, it's it's. I think it's probably going to be some town that is probably prominent in the movie, and I just don't remember. Uh, but for whatever reason, you know. Just do your first. You want to do? You want to do my very sure. first? The very first. The very first thing that popped in my head, apropos of literally nothing, was San Bernardino, California. So after all this, after all the discussion, we're we no just, closer. We just realized we're no closer, and we don't really have a clue. So we're going to say that. Okay, so you said yep. San Bernardino? Okay. And then, Chris, what are we lucky with? Yeah, I have not seen this movie in forever. I just, I, I don't even remember what, know what the ending is. I just remember reading an interview with Hitchcock where I, I don't know if, if this is how the movie ended or how, how he wanted the movie to end, but he said the ending of the movie he wanted to be was the Golden Gate Bridge engulfed in birds, just birds, like, to the point where you couldn't recognize it anymore. Um, it's not, uh, it's, again, we, we went through all the different cities in the Monterey and Sausalito, but it feels way, 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 way of a scale of a movie too small to be San Francisco, but the only city we could tie back to it was San Francisco, hmm. and that was a tangential tie at best, but it's the only thing we had. Uh, okay. So your correct answer, no one's getting points for this one, is Bodega, Bodega Bay. Bay. I, Bodega, I, I was thinking Bay. it was like something Bay. Bay or yeah, okay. Chris, Chris the, the way that sense. it ends is uh, they hole up in the house and they wait until morning. And then in the morning they walk out of the house and all the bird there's just birds all over the lawn and everywhere. But they just like basically tiptoe through the birds and the birds don't do anything to them and they get in their car and drive away. And that's how it ends. 
I, just, I remember Hitchcock saying that he won the last shot of the movie to be just the Golden Gate Bridge. And that, that would have worked with that ending because as they were driving away, you could see that and it would basically just be like, yeah, it's the bird's world now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Nick. <laughs> That's creepy. So we are now going into our halftime round um, in the pop culture category. So for this question, there's going to be four possible answers. You will get five points for every correct answer that you have. And please do not give us more than four answers. Is everybody ready? Let's do it. Ready. Okay. So name the four actors that play the news team in the movie Anchorman. They are looking for the actors. We'll go ahead and lock in. Counting. Um, okay. Are they counting the woman? I don't. I don't think they're counting Christina Applegate. Okay. Um, I think they're counting four dudes. So, uh, we're gonna lock in with Will Ferrell, Steve Carell, Paul Rudd, and David Koechner. Uh, okay. And then Chris, what did you lock in with? Uh, we actually had a similar answer. We had Will yeah. Ferrell. Ah, Steve Carroll, mm. David mm. Koechner, mm-hmm. and Paul he is, he is He is rude. How dare he not age, that motherfucker? He's like a va- he is like a vampire. <laughs> he really is. Okay, so your correct answers are Will Ferrell, Paul Rudd, David Koechner? It's Koechner. Ke- Koechner? Yeah. And Steve Carroll. So I'm going to give well done. Well done, guys. Yay! Good pull, good pull. Keckner was yeah, the one right, that's exactly. tough, right? You know. Yes, I did not know that one. I said champ. I said I think his he, name was yeah, champ. He's the, yeah, he's champ. He was the sports guy. I still think his his best role ever is in Thank You for I Smoking. I love that movie. Oh my gosh, I love that movie. The movie's phenomenal. And no one talks about it, so okay, thank you for bringing that up. Folks, go see Thank You for Smoking. Great movie. Yeah, if you haven't seen Thank You for Smoking, like literally leave us a five-star rating, write us a review, and then hit pause and go watch exactly. Thank You for Smoking right now. Nick oh Naylor God. is hilarious. You know that guy who can go into a bar and get any girl? I'm him on crack. <laughs> God, I love that movie. <laughs> Aaron Eckhart's wonderful. It's a great movie. And then he made well, I Frankenstein. We'll be talking about that soon enough. That's true. <laughs> awesome. All right. So we've got three more questions of this game. Um, right now, Mike and Nikki lead by 30 points. So. Well, that <laughs> foreshadows an ending kinda, here. Kind of locks us out, but whatever. We're still gonna, we're still gonna finish strong. And keep in mind, we have no plan for a tie. <laughs> that's, a good, so. that's a good point. It's gonna be great. Okay, so here's your question number seven. It's a who said it category. Oh, good one, Mike. Mm-hmm. Nikki. good job. <laughs> who, who said music can take you back in time to that place when you first fell in love and really haunt you? Is it David Keckner? So I'll read it again. Music can take you back in time to that place when you first fell in love and really hmm. haunt you. All right, we can lock in. Wow, okay, well, good. We just, just took a really weird turn with our answers. So we, we've talked about a couple. So what was the first one you said? We said uh, 
Alanis Morissette because she sang that song you ought to know about Dave Coulier. And then we're like, what other female moody singers are well, there? Well, no, we didn't say female. We said, what other moody singers what are there? And, and we, we said, came up with Jewel and Taylor Swift. And then I realized that, wow, we're being sexist. Yeah. So because then we men are moody, too. We are moody <laughs> bitches. So then I was like, all right, well, let's start naming moody male singers. And we went Clapton, James Taylor, Phil Collins, Michael Bolton. Simon and Garfunkel. Simon and Garfunkel. We Garfunkel got... and Oates. Like, we went <laughs> Garfunkel yeah, and Oates takes we, you back to women. We pretty much named, yeah, like <laughs> literally any any artist out there. Yeah. So, so we, what do you we, want to go with? We didn't have an answer. Uh, any so of the, those sound good to you? None of them. No, none of them sound right to me. Um, Clapton, I think, is the best answer just because he's got a longer career and he's been in multiple different things. But I don't... I. To this day, like, I'm not a music guy. I couldn't name a single damn song Eric Clapton ever sang. The Nothing tears, from the Yardbirds. The tears in Heaven about his son who died. Oh, that's, great. That's where I got the moody part from. Let's, okay, we'll about... go, we're going with Clapton because we're not talking about that right now. Okay, we'll go Eric Clapton. So um, we, we kind of just, yeah, we kind of reasoned that this could really be anybody. It wouldn't necessarily have to be a musician. And we just kind of said, uh, who is somebody who's... We, well, we we did focus on musicians, and for whatever reason, I was just like, well, somebody who popped into my head immediately who uh, sang a lot of songs about love and being haunted <laughs> by it uh, was the only man who could beat Mecca Streisand in South Park, and that would be Robert Smith of The Cure. So that's what we said. Okay. Not a bad guess. It really could be anybody. It really could be anybody. Yeah, this is. there's no way to get there. Okay, so let's see. So the correct answer is Taylor ah! Swift. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so it's one we said. I said it. I said the yeah, answer. You, yeah, you mentioned that one. Yeah, it, it actually well, does make yeah. sense. Oh, yeah, for sure. The patriarchy bit me <laughs> in the ass. All right, so we got two more questions. Congratulations, Mike and Nikki. You have you're officially the champions tonight. Good job. Let's widen that lead. Uh, but we'll still we'll still finish out the last two. All right. So this is your decades question. In what decade decade did The Wizard of Oz debut in theaters? No, oh, we can lock okay. in. Yeah. Well, super, because they know all the freaking Oscar winners all the way back. Yeah. Yeah, Wizard, Wizard of Oz didn't win an they Oscar. They know the exact year. Didn't win the Oscar. No. What do we think? 30s? Okay. They had color. When did they start getting in color? When did they start performing? Wizard of Oz and Gone with the Wind are like the same year, or in the same year, right? Who? Wizard of Oz and Gone with the Wind because they're the first two like color major color pictures. The 30s sounds right. This couldn't have been the 40s because it would have been happened after World War yeah. II probably. So that would have been like what's, mid to what's, late 40s. What's holding me up is I know that Judy Garland and Frank Sinatra were friends and I know Judy Garland died young. So how do you mesh that up with him being big in the 60s? But he was big in the 50s too. And mm-hmm. I picture yeah, him early. Th- I, I think like late 30s, like 38, 39 sounds about right. So I'm mm-hmm. good with that. I was thinking 32, 33, but I guess the same decade. Yeah, no we'll, go to thir- so 1930s. we'll go 1930s. 1930s. Um, Mike and Nikki, what did you say? Yeah, I mean, uh, the reason Wizard of Oz didn't win Best Picture was because it came out the same year as Gone with the Wind, which was 1939. So, yeah, we said the 30s. Oh, yay! Yeah, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Hopefully it's right. Wow. All right, so spot on. So it was 1930s, and the year was 1939. All right, all right. It's always tricky when they do one to one, like the last year. Where it's like the last year, yeah. 
Yeah. It's easy to remember there were two full years almost of the 40s before World War II began, though. Mm-hmm. At least before it was technically going on in 1939. We just weren't a part of it. Yes. Yeah, so. Okay, so your final question. This is going to be for all the marbles. Whoever can guess this answer. You have no marbles! Huevos? Marbles? <laughs> Huevos? <laughs> <laughs> And I'm assuming um, this may not include as much math as Oh, God, yes. Oh, thank God. Um, so the question is, how many wives did Federico Fellini have? Oh. Federico Fellini. Okay. All right, we can lock in. Okay. So does four. I know, I'm just saying it starts with the same word. <laughs> the I'm echoing laughter of Chris. <laughs> no logic. Yeah, All right. we're locked in. I'm just saying, your logic is flawed. <laughs> My logic is very flawed. You can tell Whatever. everyone about it. Um. Okay. So, Mike and Nikki, what number? I mean, did you we say? thought it was based off the the musical Nine because that was the guy in it. So, I mean, I don't. I never saw the musical. I I, I didn't either. But I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it, it was but the, but it was called the musical was called Nines, and I think that's who that is. So, yeah, Nine. Yes, yeah, so we said Nine. Okay, and Chris, what are we lucking with? We you gave have zero, such good logic. We gave zero logical thought to this. I thought it'd be funny if it was the five wives of Fellini or the five wives of Frederico Fellini for some reason. And then Leah correctly pointed out, well, then it could be four as well. He's like, oh, let's he's like, let's pick five because it starts with the same letter as his name. And I was like, so does four. <laughs> no, nine is uh, 100% the right answer that I, now that sure? I think about it. I'm not sure, but I'm 90% sure. All right, so you want to know the correct answer? Obviously. The correct ah, answer is what? one. So we got points. <laughs> yeah, you do, because you were closer. We that's right. We got points. Wow. You know, and I was, thinking, I was thinking, I, well, right. no, it's it's the right person, but I don't think he wasn't married to all of the women, you so that makes nine, total sense. Nine loves that, was probably the, that was probably the half, an eight and a half. Oh. Was the half his wife? Sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I don't even know what was it. I feel like I saw the movie. I know it was a Broadway musical, and I know that Daniel Day Lewis did the movie version. I'm almost positive. I I went through a brief period where I was really trying to get into the foreign auteurs, like um, your Federico Fellini's and and those types, Um, and it just didn't take for me. But I I think I watched Eight and a Half, and I don't remember it. But um, I think that Nine was based off of him. Because I think it was basically eight and a half. Let's round it up and call it nine. Yeah. No, once you said that, I was pretty on board with it. Yeah. So. Well, I, got, I, got, I don't know why it's All called right. nine. Then. I've never watched. I should watch it, I guess. Yeah. All right. So to, to end the game, our final scores, unless you want to do the last one, where you get to draw a picture of the Instagram logo for 500 bonus points. Um, <laughs> How about just 11? Yeah. 11 bonus points. <laughs> No, it doesn't matter because we're behind. Uh, the final scores are 110 for Leah and Chris to 130 of Mike and Nikki. Oh, the 11 doesn't do us any good then, does it? The 11 does not do us any good. We might as well not even do it. Good, nice good game, game, guys. Mike and Nikki, nice game. Mike, I think that's a that's a three-game yeah, winning streak for you. Wow. Yeah. That's unusual. Not the one that came out last weekend. No. Uh, yeah, but that, but that was out of order, technically speaking. From... Oh, yeah. okay. We recorded the, uh, yeah, that was, that's, uh, that's all right. Chris can order, like Chris this. can post them in any order he wants. 
But cool. nice, nicely done, uh, Mike and Nikki. Uh, as always, uh, a really good. Oh time yeah, it's tonight. always Thank a pleasure. You. No, that was great. And everyone, that's going to bring us to the end of another episode of the Pub Trivia Experience. Find us on Instagram, Pub Trivia Experience, Twitter at Pub Trivia Pod, Facebook, The Lounge, fans of the Pub Trivia Experience, and as always, patreon.com slash PTEBB is your home of all of our bonus content, both the Pub Trivia Experience and Boozy Bracketology. For the Pub Trivia Experience, I have been Chris. I've been Leah. Nikki. And Mike. We will see you next week. Have a good one.